So I was reading the paper the other day, which is something okay. that ASIO taught me to do. What, you didn't know how to read a paper? Well, I knew how to read them. I just didn't bother because I couldn't be asked. But okay. you know, when, I'm a, when you're a young person, you don't care about newspapers. But well, it was now, a thing. now they have Twitter. It's all in bite-sized form, so you don't yeah, need I to. Know. Actually, that's quite handy for people yeah. with very, very reduced concentration. But for me, for everyone at ASIO, we were recommended. It was recommended that we all read the paper every day, at least two. Okay. Right? A lot of people spend a lot of time on the Herald Sun because they were yep. from Melbourne and they liked reading about the football. I sort of would spread myself across as many different papers as I could. So it's always my habit to read the paper. Kel Supri, when I read the paper, to see that the CIA had a plan a couple of years ago for Julian Assange. Okay. They were going to either kidnap him or assassinate him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The CIA had a plan to kidnap slash assassinate Julian Assange in the Ecuador embassy in Britain. No. Seriously. So I thought today, having spent so much time underwater recently, I think today is a good time to bring ourselves to the surface, pop our heads up and see what the hell's going on with Julian Assange. I can't wait. Let's do this. You're listening to I Spied, the WikiLeaks dump of Australian intelligence. Yeah, can you, can can you get, someone's used all the paper. Can I have another roll? I need another roll. No. No. Oh man, I've got to get in the chair. Hello and welcome to I Spied. I'm Michelle Stevenson. I'm here with David Callan and talking Assange, which I'm surprised we haven't really touched on it yet. Well, to be perfectly honest, I was nervous about it. it right. It's such, it's such a huge topic, right? It's a really yep. big topic and, you know, you can get a lot of your facts wrong. And you know, yep. I don't, you know what I'm like. I don't like getting my facts wrong. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Um, so <laughs> you, I, you like a deep dive, don't you? I like a deep dive. But the other problem with Assange is it's so conflicting. It's, it's really confronting because as a former intelligence officer, a lot of what he's done is wrong. Right. But at the same token, as a free-thinking member of society, a lot of what he's done is right. Um, yeah, oh, the Assange stuff is really, really interesting. Mm. So let's look at what Assange did, first yes. and foremost, right? He set up a thing called WikiLeaks. Now, Assange is this interesting character. It's not the first time he's been in trouble with the police, would you believe? Right. In fact, back in, I think, the 90s, he, be- he came to the attention of the AFP because he was hacking with a group of his friends. He was hacking into U.S. Defense Department systems. Right. He went by the name Mendax, I think, which is the root word for mendacity. So he was out there hacking things. He was only a kid. Mm. Um, In fact, there's a great uh, dramatization of it with Anthony LaPaglia playing the AFP guy who was trying to catch him. And like literally, they caught him and said, suspended sentence, you must promise never to hack again. Right. The thing is, Assange is really good with code. He's really, really good. He's quite a clever little hacker. Now, the thing was, he went to university. He studied mathematics and physics. He did all Mm. that sort of stuff. But, you know, computers still wanted to get amongst it. So he went to Europe and started mucking around with some guys over there. And they created this behemoth of trouble called WikiLeaks. Mm. Now, WikiLeaks was all about revealing corruption and injustice. That was what WikiLeaks... Which which is good. But I don't know if it was all good. Well, here's the thing. Pops into the frame a young gentleman, a 25-year-old U.S. Army private and intelligence analysis or analyst called Bradley Manning, now known right. as Chelsea Manning, yes, because he has or she has transitioned. So 
Bradley Manning has all of this information and he starts handing it over to WikiLeaks. A couple of the highlights of it were the first one. It was the big one. It's now, it's a video called Collateral Murder. And essentially it was footage taken from the nose camera and also the audio from two Apache helicopters in Iraq that attacked a group of people. They all turned out to be civilians. None of them were armed. And of course, in amongst those civilians were a photojournalist and his driver from Reuters. So that caused hue and cry. They killed a couple of journalists and a lot of innocent people. But also, if you listen to the audio footage, and yes, you'll find it, it's online now. Just go to Reddit or probably YouTube. But if you listen to the audio, these soldiers are so hungry to kill. Right. right. They're like, you know, pick up the gun, pick up the gun, pick up the gun, reach into the car, man, reach into the car. Like, we got him, we got him, we got him, we got him. And these guys are screaming. Mm. Now, not to insult anybody, but these guys are trained to be like this. We train our soldiers to want to kill simply yep. because that's their job in the end. So yep. the fact that these soldiers were being so aggressive and so you know, vitriolic, they're soldiers. The problem was it revealed one of the great problems in Iraq. And it turns out that, again, more revelations from Bradley Manning shows that there was about 600, no, 60,000 civilians killed. There was murder and torture going on. Mm. So there was a lot of this sort of stuff going on. And also it revealed a massacre in Pakistan where something like 29 people were killed leaving a wedding. And then, so this is bad enough. So um, instantly, the US government want to know where all this information is coming from. Next yeah, of up, course. Manning dumps a whole bunch, something like 750,000 US diplomatic cables. If you go onto WikiLeaks, it's literally a database of cables. Mm. Out of those, a couple of revelations, the Pakistani intelligence organization, ISI, were supporting the Taliban in Afghanistan. Mm. Now- A lot of people would go, well, why would they do that? Well, they can use the Taliban as a cutout to attack India. US intelligence had a campaign against the leaders of the UN. They wanted access to the UN's cryptography so they could actually spy on everyone at the UN. Mm. Stuff about Gitmo detainees that had been earmarked for release but were still being detained. Mm. My favourite, a very unflattering view of Russia under Putin, which they described as a virtual mafia state. Wow. Surprise, surprise. I know. Um, look, I, look, I do think transparency and accountability are important virtues if you're looking at military and, you know, government action. Mm-hmm. But I guess the question is, when does it put people's lives in danger? Not only that, there is that interesting thing, because uh, one of the things WikiLeaks did was it revealed people that were cooperating with the Americans in Iraq and Afghanistan. That's mm. a, that's an incredibly bad thing to do. It was interesting, Trump actually revealed, basically in a press conference, said that, oh, well, I know the Israelis have all these guys in ISIS. Yep. And literally the Israeli penetration campaign of ISIS ended that day. They literally turned around to every one of their guys and went, out now, go or you're dead. Because this is the thing. Now, another great one I like, this one, you'll get a giggle out of it. I thought it was great. It was a cable from the US ambassador to Kyrgyzstan Mm -hmm. about how a certain member of the British royal family had embarrassed himself by speaking unflatteringly about corruption, investigators, the press, and the French at a meeting with the Kyrgyzstan leadership. Could you guess which royal family member it would be? Uh, Prince Philip always comes to mind. Well, Phil, no, 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 Phil. They, but they wouldn't Prince, send Phil to Prince Andrew. Oh, definitely Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally Andy, the most indiscreet royal on the planet. And also, so, you know, he is. He, everyone's embarrassed, ashamed, oh, okay. ashamed, and embarrassed by him. Literally, it's. I reckon Christmas at Sandringham this year is going to be really, really Ooh. tense. Right? Yeah, at least, at least keep him away from the young kids. Yeah, don't leave him near the kids. This is the thing. 
The most important thing we need to realise about this is how embarrassing it is for these governments, for the Mm. US to be speaking this way, to have all of this information revealed. And having looked at diplomatic cables from a number of countries, it was part of the job. We would look at diplomatic cables. Sometimes stuff in those cables is horrendously embarrassing. It's indiscreet and it's terrible, but it's not for public disclosure, which brings us to the need to know principle. Our government doesn't tell us things because we don't need to know. However, once it's revealed, you've got to deal with this mess. So mm. what is the US government going to do? Let's get Assange. Now, Assange's role in this, he's now been charged by the Americans with 17 counts of breaching the Espionage Act of 1917. Now, this is an interesting point. Nobody in the history of US, the United States has actually ever been convicted. No civilian has ever been convicted under the Espionage Act. So... You know, he's got a little bit of wriggle room there. And also, this is not the first time it's happened to the US government. Mm. There was a thing called the Pentagon Papers back in 1971 where a report on the Vietnam War was revealed and it was it basically showed that the Johnson administration had completely misled not only the American public but also Congress. This is yep. bad, right? Really, really, really well, bad. Um, my my thing is, like, you have Chelsea Manning, who yeah. basically was a massive contributor to a lot of this stuff getting out. Mm-hmm. She d- seemingly got off pretty scot-free if you're going to look at it. Pretty and lovely, yeah. yeah, so I, th- I think the issue for me is Julian Assange, if you hold him to kind of – He's basically a journalist. If you treat him like a journalist, then all journalists, it's a very slippery slope because then all journalists who receive information from whistleblowers are then culpable for what they print. Exactly. That was the next point I was going to bring up. He's a, he regards himself as a journalist. Yep. Do other people regard him as a journalist? No. He's by and large irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Because if you're going to get him for publishing it on WikiLeaks, you need to now pursue the New York Times, the yes. Washington Post, the Sydney Morning Herald. Anybody who published this material is now right. culpable. Now, yep. the interesting thing about this, this also goes back to a case 300 years ago. Okay. I love this story. So yeah. there was a guy by the name of John Peter Zenya. Okay. Which is, what an exotic name. Is Assange Zenya? And he looks great in a suit. So John Peter Zenya was a publisher in New York, pre-revolutionary New York. This is before Hamilton. Okay. Uh, which, by the way, great. What a great musical about tax. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, John Peter Zenya was a publisher in uh, a, a newspaper publisher in uh, pre revolutionary New York, and he published a pamphlet revealing the corruption of the new governor, William Cosby. Gee, that's a name you don't want to have at any period of history. Oh, God. <laughs> William Cosby was the new British governor, and he was stealing land from the natives, he was rigging elections, and he was siphoning money out of the Treasury. So, Zenya turns around and goes, check out my suit and check out this pamphlet that reveals all of your corruption. Mm. So what's Cosby's first reaction? Gives him a rohypnol and drags him into the bedroom. No, 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 wrong Cosby. (laughs) Cosby immediately has him arrested and charged for sedition. uh, Sedition, pick a charge, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, I think it was mainly sedition. I think he just called it disgraceful and seditious publication. Right. So he went into court and, of course, Cosby set the courtroom up with an exceptionally biased judge who immediately found Xenia's attorney in contempt of court and kicked him out, literally lined this guy up for the firing squad. And the firing squad, being the jury, turned around and went, yeah, no, we don't like this. Uh, Acquit. And they acquitted him. Okay. 
And this was, they regard, this is the case that set the precedent for the First Amendment in the Bill of Rights, which is okay. the freedom of press. Now, this is what Assange is really all about. Is His big argument is it's the freedom of the press. Now, of course, there's a lot of things going on that's trying to stifle this. Um, I mean, let's talk about Ecuador, at least a very tiny corner of the embassy, because Assange was charged with a sexual abuse case in Sweden. Yep. So he went to England to yep. stay in England to avoid the charges. Of course, he said that everything that happened was consensual. And since then, the charges have been dropped. One, because they can't really prove it. And two, because it's too late. They have a statute of limitations in Sweden that basically means the case can't be tried. So the reason he was hiding in the embassy was he was still trying to avoid extradition to the United States. Yes. So he hid in the embassy until... And also, he was in the Ecuadorian embassy. He ch- he claimed political asylum, and the president of Ecuador at the time really liked WikiLeaks. So he said, "Yeah, cool, come on in. Here's a disused toilet. We'll turn it into a bedroom. It's yours." <laughs> yeah. Please take care of the place. So here's the problem: a new president came in, and then new house rules started. One, he needed to clean his bathroom more often, and two, he needed to pay more attention to his cat. Seriously. Really. These were the house rules. Oh, my gosh. Now, eventually the Ecuadorian embassy rescinded his political asylum, stating the fact that he was rude to the mission staff and kept riding his skateboard and playing soccer in the building after they told him not to. It's like I thought I was a kid living in a blanket fort. He was an even bigger kid. Cause to be it's, honest. He's like a teenager. And, and yeah. also the other thing that I thought was extremely crazy was he fathered children as well. I was like, where did this woman come from? And like, was, no, 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 he fathered a child when he was 18. No, 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 but he's got new children. Really? How come the, on. How does this happen? I know, he's married with like children now. She's American or whatever. They, they met, like it's just all nuts. Man, that guy can code his sperm online. That's well, amazing. No, well, she was doing he the conjugal visits. She was doing the conjugal visits oh, in the Ecuadorian yeah. embassy. On a skateboard whilst playing. Oh, that's the reference to soccer. No ball games. Yeah, uh, no ball games. <laughs> He didn't listen. He did yeah, not he listen. He didn't listen. <laughs> I'm skateboarding. That is not skateboarding, mate. But then, that is a- but, but, but then the Ecuadorians, weren't they like listening into his conversations with his lawyer as well after a while? Oh, not only that. They basically turned around and said, we're going to charge you for the internet. Right? That was yeah. the other thing they said. You're going to pay for your internet usage. Which makes sense. Which, holy shit. It's, it's Julian Assange. He probably needs an entire internet just for himself. Oh, the man is like loopy. Like there is no, I don't, no one normal would have hold themselves away for that amount of time in an Ecuadorian embassy in London. Like, it just, it just makes no sense. Well, probably it does make crazy. a lot of it, Well, it's not exactly crazy. It makes a lot of sense when you consider he is probably in fear for his life. Because if the Americans demanded extradition and the British government said no. In fact, yes, the because British they don't like it when they demand. Yeah, well, nobody likes it when they demand, unless you're Scott. Now, the thing is, they turned around and basically went, no, we're not going to extradite him. But the charge he's facing in court at the moment is failure to appear in court. Yes. Because he was meant to go in for the extradition hearing to go back to Sweden, and he didn't show up. He went hid in the Ecuadorian embassy, so they went in and arrested him, dragged him out, and all that sort of thing. Now, the interesting thing about this is he's an Australian. Mm. What's Australia doing about this? Nothing. Now, 
quite. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Maurice Payne, while she was over in the United States just recently, in the last mm-hmm. week or so, when she was over there, she had a meeting with the US Secretary of State, their foreign minister, and mm-hmm. said, uh, yeah, we would like you to show all due process to Julian Assange. And that was pretty much it. Now, there are people in the Australian Parliament going, he's an Australian citizen, guys. We should be looking after him. But no, there's not a lot going on for him. Well, Australia's embarrassed. This all comes down to government embarrassment, if you ask me. Everyone is just sitting here going, oh, Jesus, no, I don't want to have to talk about Well, I mean, this this government is also, the Australian government is also the same one that was attempting to do a very similar thing in our own backyard with an Australian journalist who also printed some not not so nice accusations about the government and exactly. they they searched her premises and they demanded that she hand over her whistleblower. Where yeah, exactly and therein lies the biggest problem of all is a lot of journalists, a lot of press organizations around the world are looking at the Assange case going, mm. this is a major problem because if you turn around and say to Assange he must reveal this and is going to be punished for using whistleblower material, you have now effectively said to absolutely everybody yep. else that you are we want your whistleblowers because the point the Americans make is they ga- he gave Manning a password that allowed him to log into the defense system under another identity to pull out the information and right. he gave him a cloud in which to place the information so WikiLeaks could access it. Right. So uh, then now- in, he wasn't just printing material that they didn't want. He was also kind of aiding and abetting. Well, one, there's no real proof. It's really, really dodgy. The, yeah. the accusation of the password is exceptionally dodgy. They can't mm. really prove that he gave him the password that allowed him to log on. By the sounds of it, it's something that Assange could come up with, but did he do it? We don't know, right? Yep. The the big problem is, by turning around saying you established a cloud to allow him to place material where you could access it, is the same as turning around to a journalist and saying you gave him a briefcase to put those documents in so you could carry mm. them home. So it's the same, the whole idea of a drop in in ASIO, you'd call it a dead drop, where I'm going to put the information that you're going to collect. Same deal. So what you're basically doing is turning around a journalist saying, if you have a secret source and they give you this information, Mm -hmm. just by receiving it, you are culpable for stealing it. And that is not exactly correct. All right. So it's a massive push against journalism as well and freedom of the press. Because, you know, at the moment, governments don't seem to really like free press. No, of course they don't. So I guess guess what the issue is, is like straddling that line. What is that fine line? So you're providing a service and transparency mm-hmm. for something that that may need it because we we've seen that whenever like these things are are shown the light of day that you know everything has changed and for the better and things mm-hmm. get better mm. but there is a fine line of giving too much away which could end up being quite dangerous for the government and for the boots on the ground if it's if it's for a military action Oh, totally. It, it comes down to the fact that I need to operate as a military officer or a, yep. a, a military, military personnel. I need to be able to operate in my theatre of, of action relatively freely. Now, if I'm currently constantly watching my back to go, am I doing the right thing? Now, mm. there are other rules of engagement and they should be followed. So yep. the fact that you had some guys in two Apache helicopters going, oh, we just want to kill these guys. We want to kill something. Mm. That goes against the grain of what the US want you to see. 
Yep. So to reveal that, it's embarrassing. Bottom line, it's embarrassing to a government because, I don't know if you know this, but the American DOD has an entire department, a section dedicated to filmmaking. So if you're uh, uh, making a movie uh, about the American Army, mm-hmm. Na- Marines, Navy, whatever, DOD will go, well, what do you need? There's a great film. I love it. It's a terrible film, but I love it because the action is great, called Battle L.A. It's yep. based on the video game, and it's just Marines running around shooting aliens, which is just my – that's my ballpark. It's my wheelhouse. I love it. Yeah. But what's interesting <laughs> is at one point they have a, an airfield, and it's covered by things called Ospreys, which are vertical yes. landing and takeoff, sort of these giant dual helicopter airplanes. They're amazing. The first thing that went through my head was, my God, that's a lot of Ospreys. They, somebody had to contact DOD and say, this is what we want to do. Yeah. And DOD will then turn around and go, well, here's all the equipment you need and here are all your extras. They're called soldiers. Enjoy. Go and shoot yep. your film. But DOD has final say on your film. So if you go, and we're going to reveal that the US did this, the US can, the US DOD can turn around and go, really, you want to do that? Yeah, right. No uniforms, no tanks, no guns, no nothing. Go and find it on your own. So they control the narrative going out. And that is right. the most important thing with the military, particularly a military engaged in conflict, is you want to control the narrative. WikiLeaks took that control away, completely took it away. Yeah, and what we saw specifically with the Vietnam War, once the media got involved and were able to control the narrative, Mm. then it basically changed the way that people viewed governments and people viewed war and military action. Yeah. And they they realised that having the media involved or questioning anything can be mean real trouble for any government. And this comes down to the age we live in, the information yep. age. Because, you know, yep. back in World War II, the most noble of wars, we were fighting the Nazis. And, you know, our proud boys are cramming around the beaches. Go away, <laughs> kill those Jerry's. All that stuff, you know, the newsreels. Yeah, yeah. And my mother would speak about how she'd go to the movies and you'd watch the newsreel, then you'd watch the matinee serial movie, and then you'd watch another newsreel. And it was all mm. brave fighting and our boys on the front. Oh, here we go, in, in Korea and in, in New Guinea. All that sort of stuff. Utterly controlled. As we went into things like Korea was a kind of dark war, Vietnam was terrible because the press had free reign. Yeah. When we got to Iraq, man, they were in, they were putting the journalists in with the troops, but that actually you wind up with a bit of Stockholm syndrome where all the journalists are like going, "Oh my god, these soldiers saved my lives. I can't say anything bad about them." Yeah, but also by embedding the journalists, they controlled the narrative as well because they were only given access to limited information. Exactly. And then on top of that, but the problem is now we have this thing where the the Americans are recording everything they can. They, yep. they keep record of everything and then somebody just goes oh, there's a hole in there, I'm going to take a bucket load of information and pass it to somebody else. And this comes down, this is the thing, we haven't talked Snowden yet and we can't talk Snowden in this episode because we'll run out of time. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about Snowden, but Snowden is indicative of the problems with the way intelligence and information Mm. is being handled by governments now in that everything winds up going through a small pipe. But we'll talk about Snowden later. Yeah, but so where are we at with... Assange at this present time. is currently languishing in prison in the UK. Yeah. As I just said, the Americans announced 17. He was only on one charge. One charge of, I think... So why hasn't he faced court yet? Because surely, is it because of COVID or...? 
No, 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 no. Julian Assange is still in prison at the moment. Yes. Now, he's awaiting an appeal from the US government on his extradition because he went to court and the British court turned around and said, no, we're not going to extradite him to the US. Well, and I don't think that he should be extradited to the US. Well, I don't think so either. But the because US he have... doesn't, because he hasn't, they haven't really formally charged him with anything. Oh yes, they have. Have they? They first charged him with essentially aiding and abetting Chelsea Manning, and now they've added the seventeen instances of the seventeen charges against the Espionage Act. I think they're just like pissed and they just want they just want justice. But ironically, Chelsea Manning like served limited time and is out and living her best life. Well, not really her best life. She wants to move to Canada, but the US are blocking that. (laughs) So here's the thing. They may have put him in court or put her in court and indicted her and Mm -hmm. charged her and found her guilty and then released her from prison. But the big problem is they can still fuck with her life and they will because they're – you're absolutely right. They're pissed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which – and and I get it because I do think that at some point a line was crossed. I think there was too much information collected and shared and the way it was shared as well, it wasn't very – like the whole WikiLeaks thing is they just – it, to me, mm. it doesn't stand for anything that a journalist would do because we would take information, we would vet that information, we'd craft a story out of it, we'd put it together. Just yeah. dumping wads of classified yep. material, in my yep. mind, is a real disservice to to what is actually going on. It's a se- exceptionally indiscreet, I think is the best yeah. way to put it. It's so indiscreet to just like go, yeah, okay, there's, here's 750,000 diplomatic cables. Do with it what you will. Yeah, but I think like glean the information, the important stuff, and yes, get a lot of that information out because it probably needed to be shared. But just dumping information for the sake of it, I think, is not the way to go. Yeah. And look, to be perfectly honest, there's there's also the implication that he was involved with the Russians. Um, yes, there and is. And the dumping Absolutely. of the Democratic emails. Yep. Which, and I think I have said this before. If the, you think the Russians hacked the Democrats and didn't hack the Republicans, you're crazy. And they would have hacked I, everyone. What I truly believe is the Russians hacked both the DNC and the RNC. And they took one look at the DNC and went, really, there's not a lot to work with. Give that to WikiLeaks and let them dump it. And mm. that's going to embarrass Hillary Clinton. And that is what Assange wanted because Hillary Clinton was very vocal about what he did and how he needed to be punished for it. And I think Julian Assange went, you want to be president? No, over my dead body, lady. Yeah. And he dumped all that stuff, which is then interesting to have Trump and the state secretary wanting to then either kidnap or assassinate him. But the other thing is, I reckon the Russians would have hacked the DNC or the RNC and taken one look at the Republicans and gone, bonus, let's just compromise every one of these idiots and we've got them under our thumb. Mm. So there's also that thing where he was dumping information from the Russians to affect elections. That's really going to piss the Americans off. Yeah, and as well it should. Yeah. Because there needs to be accountability at some point. Like I'm all for free press, I'm all for whistleblowing and I'm all for certain information being let out. But I do think we have a responsibility as journalists to vet that information, to mm. decide what is important, what because not everything is going to be necessary for or up for basic consumption. And look, ultimately, it comes down to, and I think it's hilarious that someone like me, a person who used to work for ASIO and now talks about it, is saying this. It comes down to using your discretion. Yes, absolutely. So the case of, say, it was Amy Remekis, who was was the journo? 
So, yeah, it was Anika Smithhurst, the Australian journalist. Right. Who, so she was the one. Now, the thing is. The, she was the state political editor for The Age. Right. And she revealed it was the David McBride stuff about war crimes? Yes, it was. was I think it was the war crime stuff, yeah. Now, we do need to know about that. I think the Australian people need to know about it. But to have a heavy-handed sort of jackboot response to it, Mm. is bad. Right. Well, it, it looks bad. It looks like you're protecting something or you're angry that this stuff was out. You were angry You're about it. embarrassed. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I think that that's really what it comes down to is just the pure embarrassment of being caught out. Yeah. Yeah. 